every year. It's the most spectacular event in live entertainment. It's passion, power, glamour, and grandeur. It's the trial of wills, the triumph of spirit. It's the hot tag on Sin Nation. What's going on, everyone? Welcome. <laughs> All lovely listeners, Josh is just losing his mind over there right now <laughs> in disbelief of the intro that I had created. <laughs> Because I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> just hearing it just then, I was like, look, it's a good way to start the finale, but <laughs> I wasn't ready. Anyway, welcome everyone. This is the wrestling show known as The Hot Tag here on Sin Nation. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm your host, Julian, joined by two lovely guests who are returning for this season finale. <laughs> We've got some dabs going on in the studio. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome yourselves, please. Travis, jo- Josh, go. Whoever wants to... Kick it off. Uh, all right, yeah. I'm Josh. You heard before. <laughs> you're, that's, that's the best intro I think I've heard <laughs> of course. on any radio so show at all. Um, you know, you're uh, next door Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Your friendly neighbourhood wrestling yeah, that's Mark. The one. <laughs> Travis. Oh, yeah, well, you know, everyone knows from last time, I'm the fastest man alive. So exactly, that's enough that's said right, right there. <laughs> Take that how you will. Who's Barry Allen? Anyways, <laughs> we got a, we got a huge episode lined up tonight. Tonight being the season finale we've got uh, extra long episodes so we've got even more time to mark out live on air for the lovely people listening right now it's going to be phenomenal Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he just went there already, start- already starting with the references oh, we, started, we started when we first met look we're all wearing wrestling shirts right <laughs> now <laughs> like all different it ones it is pretty dope actually like everyone's right. like, it's all black and white <laughs> yeah, different got, things but... right we got Austin 316 we got Ballot Club Worldwide and we got the Bullet Club Kenny Omega Yeah, we are marks. We are the filthiest marks. Anyway, before we keep going, we're going to play to a song and be back right after In Excess, Mystify. You're listening to the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. That was Mystify by In Excess. I thought we'd chuck in a bit of In Excess because uh, this year is the 30th anniversary of their Kick album. Oh, wow, really? One hell of an album, yeah. So how about that? That's crazy. Anyway, welcome back to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation with your favourite wrestling smarks from down the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, and we're probably going to say a lot more than we should and a lot faster than we should. So, let's try to take our time, but we'll see how we go, you know? We'll see how we go. Boys. Gentlemen. Yes. Fellow Marks. Let's talk about some highlights of this year's, re- like, just in general wrestling this year. I've got, I've got two words for you. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually one of the biggest things. You know what? Let's, let's start with that. That's great. Start with that? Let's well, start with that. That came out of nowhere. Oh, look. Freaking nowhere. <laughs> when he won the number one contendership, yep. everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is just a throwaway for Randy Orton. Boy, were we wrong. Boy, were we wrong. That was... uh, What was the pay-per-view that uh, the title change happened at? Backlash. Backlash, It was straight away, straight after Mania, they gave him the title. Um, Yeah, so this was quite... uh, Breathtaking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I think when it came... I remember watching the end of that pay-per-view. I was hysterical. Right. I was... couldn't comprehend they actually gave him the time. Not even Legit. after, like, a couple tries. No, it was... <laughs> bang. Jinder Mahal is new WWE champion. He is up there with some of the most prestigious WWE superstars. 
in history as one of the people to hold that belt. Just How does it make you feel, Travis? Well, honestly, like I say, I don't even remember that pay-per-view. But I do, <laughs> I do, I do remember the just going back and forth in our wrestling chat. Mm-hmm. The whole time, it's like, oh, Jinder's not winning this. No way. No Randy, way. Randy's going to steamroll through him, go straight on to SummerSlam. They're going to have... <laughs> the Viper's going to ha- hold this title for however long. And, yeah, then Jinder won, and the chat blew up even more all than what it was. We all just... All hell broke all just like, it, it, was, it was surreal. It was unbelievable. And how long did he hold it for? Near 150 days, something like yeah, that? It was something like yeah, that. it was a damn long time. Damn. That's got to be up there with like some of the lengthiest title oh, holds. Well, because out of the like more recent reigns, say past absolutely. five, it's up there. You know, like it's obviously not near CM Punk's 434, but like oh, no. uh, it's, you know, it's beaten a lot of those lengthy reigns, mm-hmm. or what we would call lengthy reigns in this time. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So that was oh, one of the craziest things to happen inside of WWE, mm. I reckon. Uh, any other thoughts about that? It was just a bit underwhelming. I really mm-hmm. tried to hold on to the potential. I know you did. <laughs> I we, was like, we all know you did. I was like, you, just you were trying to be on, on that tra- You were like holding on to the back of that train, yeah, the hype but... train that was slowly losing all these carriages. Because everyone was like, it's just a meme. It's just a meme. And I'm like, yeah, but... But it's got potential. It's got potential. But then I lost all hope when Battleground rolled around. Yes. I Once that pay-per-view happened, I was... Can dry. we talk about that other shock that happened at Battleground? The after the... Well, at the end of the Punjabi prison match. What shock? What are you talking about? <laughs> you, uh, uh, like I'm, over seven foot tall shock? <laughs> I'm talking about the seven foot tall shock. <laughs> that... I, like, I specifically remember our group chat just saying, <laughs> is this like, is this for real? Like, mm-hmm. are we really seeing this happen? I honestly thought when that did happen and sh- Great Kali did come out, I was like, damn, Jinder's going to be near unstoppable now. you got the Singh bros by his side. Plus you know, you have Great, Great Kali. Like, and then mm. just nothing come from that. It was like mm. a one-off thing. Yep. We'll just introduce him since yep. like, he brought in that Punjabi prison. Just, just because. And it's just like, we'll just have him out there as a reason for Jinder to win. I, I, someone said because I know you you guys know mm. on Facebook it's a you know when it comes to wrestling it's a world of lies everyone yeah. says everything is going to happen yep. but someone obviously I saw it once and one of my mates started saying you know it's he's coming out and I'm like <laughs> but he's got the sing bros he doesn't need yeah it. he doesn't need a <laughs> third like backup character you know uh, and so for that to happen was. Well, that's still, uh, the best part of that pay-per-view as well was after that match and you had Jinder celebrating the great colleagues just ripping the title oh, from yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, my title. I love that. So awkward. That was the best part of the pay-per-view. So awkward, dude. I, I could not watch the screen because I was just cringing got to so that point, bad. though, that Jinder's just like, yeah, cool, you hold the title. I'll just celebrate over here on my yeah. own. Like, it's, like, it's not like he's me. the actual champion or anything. I just won this Punjabi prison match, but oh, yeah, you hold my, my title. Oh, God. Uh, Moving swiftly on, let's talk about uh, something a bit more happy, a bit more uh, no lighthearted. Gladly. The, <laughs> the UK division Ooh. started this year. Well, oh, yeah, that was like, January this year. Yeah, dude. Uh, and that was huge. Um, I, I know, I was definitely big, big fan of this. The two-night uh, tournament that they held. Oh, yeah. Holding some great, great talent, uh, young and old. Um, and having Tyler Bate, only 19 at the time, win this prestigious WWE title. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. I was just impressed with how much storytelling they put into, into two, two nights. Days, right? Like, and it wasn't like 
a long two hours. That was no. like, oh, sorry, a long two days. They were, you know, average for WWE length right? episodes. And the amount of storytelling they actually put in, I was impressed. It was sensational, dude. I think the best part about the storytelling as well was that it wasn't just on that UK special. It was mm. on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Like they were oh, yeah. Constantly putting up videos. Like yeah, you had, Pete um, Dunn, yeah, Pete Dunn going backstage at Triple H and William Regal yes. kind of pulling him aside oh. and him just like smirking and walking off. <laughs> so good. <laughs> there was a lot of time and effort put into that two-day definitely. event. Mm, definitely. Ab- yeah. It was... And, and now, like, it's a shame that it hasn't sort of taken off from there. Mm. Sure, they've had um, title matches at NXT uh, pay-per-views, but, you know, it really hasn't sort of gone anywhere from there. A few mm. small matches... Um, Danny Birch shows up a lot on NXT. Well, now, isn't he tagging with um, Only Lord 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 now? Yeah. Um, well, we haven't seen much of them since they were destroyed by Lars Sullivan, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> a very promising tag team. Um, so, yeah. yeah, look, high hopes for something to happen. I don't want them to make a whole new show dedicated to it mm-hmm. because I feel like they'll lose viewers mm. similar in a similar vein to 205 Live. Ooh. Which That's is, what I think is wrong with... 205 Live or the Cruiserweight division as a is whole. Is that it's separated? You've split them between something will happen on Raw and then you have everything else happening on 205 exactly. Live. Exactly. And that's the problem there. Look, it should be, and we will talk about this again, it should be that they are just integrated with the main roster. Yeah. They can fight whoever they want, whatever title, but only Cruiserweights can qualify for that Cruiserweight yeah, title exactly. belt. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's simple, um, you know? Wasn't how it was back in the day, so exactly, I wasn't watching yeah. when the original Cruiserweight title was no, in that's, WWE. that's but... how it worked. And, you know, it, there were no problems with it. It works. Yeah, I used to watch when you had um, Gregory Helms as a Cruiserweight mm. champion. You had Jamie Noble in there as Jamie well. Noble, and that, yep. it was pretty much just... Their division, I think, at the time was on SmackDown. Yeah. And just anyone that qualified for their division could fight for that title. Yeah, but then you'd still see them qualify, you know, fighting you'd, for you'd see them title matches. Like, you'd, they'd get put you know, in the showing spotlight. Showing up in Royal Rumble matches. Exactly. Yeah. So, fingers crossed for something good for the UK boys. Yeah. I think it just needs time, because it's not like something where they can just bring those boys onto the bus and... I know, but has it been given sufficient time already? You know, that thing happened in January, you know? Mm, There's been a title change already. Pete Dunne's held it for a long time now. He showed up at a Raw event not long ago, you know? Yeah. Um, Purely for the sake of it being, you know, in England. Um, But hey, you know... Good crowd response, and that guy can put on an amazing match with anyone, you know? And can I just say, this is totally irrelevant to his wrestling ability, mm-hmm. but I find it hilarious when there's anything with him and William Regal, because William Regal always looks like the disappointed dad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Good. It's, it's so Dude, funny. Like... I love, like, the clashing heads of Regal and Dunn. It is, like, it's, like, just small storytelling, but it's beautiful. <laughs> like, you can tell. Yeah. There's real, like, passion. You can tell the tension between them, yeah. and it's, it's funny. Like, I always say he's looked like the dad who's going to, like, clip him around the ears <laughs> when they get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pete, put your belt away, <laughs> I'm not going to put it away. <laughs> I love you, Pete Dunn. Um, moving on. Uh, a lot of returns as well happened this year. Um... Not just is as in people returning to like WWE or to wrestling in general, but in terms of groups coming back. Mm. I'm talking about uh, our favourite boys, all three of them, 
Come on, anyone gonna? My favorite boys. Your favorite boys. We're talking about the shield. We're here, talking yeah. about 100%. the damn oh, shield. Oh, I was. What like, were you thinking? NWA Wolfpack. When you said at first our favorite boys, I'm like Hardys. Yeah, hell yeah. I like yeah, the Hardys. I was like, oh yeah, Hardys. They return. Yeah, yeah, I, I, three I, people. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm full. Mm. I was like, New Day's been what? around I'm for a radio while. host. I'll, t- I'll take the shield though. The shield, the shield are great also. Oh yeah. No, look, it's it. This has been building up since last year, Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, no, f- further back, Money in the Bank, I reckon, uh, when they've been teasing their whole feud. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good to see them back. Mm. I they love got, seeing them back got, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about... Like, they're still doing their own separate entrances, uh, and Dean Ambrose was, like, the only one who had a singles match, and he rocked up in, like, shield gear, mm. while the other two wrestled in, like, their solo gear. Yeah, I... I don't really like the fact that they do that, mm. considering they're supposed to be back together as this right? team mm. or this stable. Like when I saw uh, Roman and he's come out to do the IC title match and he's wearing his, you know, his Roman Reigns tactical vest, I was like, oh, okay, that's how we're doing it now. Yeah, no, it's something as simple as like a vest, but yeah. it just shows. It sort of like pulls you back. It's like, hold on, you know, are Look. they still... Are they still together? Yeah. It makes me think that WWE just like, we'll do this one time mm. and then we'll just part ways just slightly please, we'll just we'll don't. just throw it in there <laughs> no. and they're just like kind of yeah you come out in your gear you come out in your gear but yeah dean you go out in the shield gear <laughs> you go out in the cargo pants dean. Like, make up make up your mind like yeah it's just toying bit... with my emotions right <laughs> our emotions are not to be fiddled with no they are not uh also uh yes the hardy boys of course a huge mm. return mm. for this year it was one of the highlights of mania absolutely like... dude if not the Biggest highlight of WrestleMania this year. Mm, the ending, the ending. I would say just probably tips it over. Heartbreaking. We did talk about this, and we still do talk about this outside <laughs> in every like situation. But um, like, oh man, remember, it was. <laughs> remember when Undertaker reti- got retired by Roman Reigns? <laughs> what are you on about heartbreaking? Roman Reigns is the guy. He's, he's my guy 100% no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> oh thank god anyways Hardys yes uh, <laughs> yes they brought back their original music oh yeah um, Matt Hardy's still got the, the white streaks in his hair the still long hair and uh, as of recently as Ooh, of yeah. this mm. week I think it's deletion time generally. yeah well the current story is that Anthem's uh, stopped the um uh, the what the lawsuit battle whatever it right. is because um, what I've heard is that they knew they were going to lose uh, to to save themselves from losing they're like just have it <laughs> just just take it also because um Jeff Jarrett's gone <laughs> <laughs> just just putting it out there um so no it'll be interesting to say the least um where this goes and how much like creative freedom the Hardys will be given considered like they were like the geniuses behind most of that back in TNA. You gotta remember that there are veterans, so they probably do this have a lot. I know true. they haven't been back for a long time, mm. but they are veterans. They know what they're doing. Mm. It's like Chris Jericho, how he gets a fair bit of freedom mm. just because you know they trust him. They, yeah. They're gonna trust, hopefully. Mm. But you know, it's WWE, and just never get your they hopes up too stay. high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Brock Lesnar has been. Oh, what's it since? Yeah, since WrestleMania has been the Universal Champion, has mm. he surpassed Kevin Owens' reign? I think he has. Yeah, yeah. as far yeah. as I know, he's the longest reigning. Mm. Who's gonna stop him, boys? Roman Reigns. Roman, <laughs> <laughs> my boy. <laughs> oh, 
that makes me Look, just... the only, only thing that upsets me with Lesnar is that he's not there enough. Mm. Yeah. I like to see when you watch SmackDown Live, mm-hmm. and although Jinder was losing kind of everyone, mm-hmm. he was there at least. Exactly. He was and showing it was, himself. It was a he lot was... more entertaining. It was. Just to have Jinder there. And even when that whole rivalry with Shinsuke Nakamura, oh. making, making fun of Shinsuke, as bad as that was, it was more entertaining than seeing Brock Lesnar once. Mm. Just hop around yeah. while Paul Heyman talks. Kind of like yeah. Paul Heyman cuts his promo. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And he just dances in the ring for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He smiles. He looks over at Paul. He's like, ha, huh, good one. And yeah, uh, like, like, that's it, you know. How many matches has he wrestled since Mania? Oh, like four. Dude. Something like that. Roughly. Oh. If, if four. If four. It might <laughs> be three. Oh, holy crap. Because I can, I can name three. I might be forgetting yeah. one. Because so. what was... did he actually do? He did the Fatal... Great Balls of Fire. Yep. The Fatal Four at SummerSlam. And he done the Survivor Series match. Survivor Series. Oh, I feel like there might be... Did he do the Braun Strowman match? And, and Braun Strowman. No Mercy. So it was four. It was four. It was exactly four. Look, it really seemed like there was potential with Joe. It really... Like, where he was rocking up, like every week almost and that that really said something like you know Joe's bringing him out Joe is like making him look like weaker and I was hoping for more of an appearance but unfortunately no Joe got his head kicked in and mm. but make me sad even others apart from Joe mm. going back to the fatal four way at SummerSlam I was basically rooting for anyone but Lesnar. <laughs> anyone. Like, not just because... It, like, it's not that I'm, I'm out against Lesnar, just that all three of them would have been, you know... They all showed that they can carry the title. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I got a bit... I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. I really like Lesnar. And yep. I like what he's done since coming back from UFC. But... That night at Great Balls of Fire, yep. I wanted that title on Joe. Just mm-hmm. because how that rivalry was built Joe pretty much built it himself. He had Heyman talking for Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And Joe would just come out of nowhere and just coquita clutch, I'll put you to sleep, and that's it. And he did it too. And I was Paul expecting Heyman. I was expecting to see Joe take the title and he Yeah, dude. He didn't. I was I was hoping for big things, but unfortunately it wasn't the case, so Damn. Well look, if the rumors are true, it's only a few more months till Mania. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, Roman Reigns takes it like, you know, the initial plan has been apparently all year. At least Roman will be there. So, like we mm. said, you know, he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it's true, and he'll, he'll he'll fight anyone, and he can like you know look. We we can talk crap about Roman all day, every day, but he is an amazing wrestler. Oh yeah, he can put on great matches with everyone. It's just the push. It's always up and up for him. I just think the one thing that the fans didn't like with Reigns, mm. and it was once finding out that Vince was feeding him his own handwritten promos. Yeah. They weren't written by the creative team. They were written directly by Vince. Mm-hmm. And he goes out there and you get the whole suffer and succotash promo. And that was just <laughs> terrible. And that's where, from then on, a lot of fans were just lost on him. Yep. They were like, if you're going to come out and cut promos, like John Cena, I know he's been there a long time, but he'd have a lot of creative control over what he would do. No one's going to go up to Cena and go, here's your promo for tonight. Yeah, here's your script. We want you to say exactly this. Yeah. Cena can go out there and he's professional enough to the point that he'll just go, I know what I need to say to get the reaction that I need and I'll go from there. Exactly. Where I don't think Vince had that kind of, he's pushing Reigns as the next Cena, but Mm. he doesn't have that faith in him yet. Yeah. Mm. You gotta remember, even John, John Cena proved that, you know, Roman Reigns wasn't ready. Like, when it came to the them two facing off mm. in promos, John Cena, like, you know, he basically said, 
get to step it up if you want to, you know, hang with me. Yeah. And he wasn't trying to, you know, talk down on him. He was no, just no, trying no. to he say was... that, you know, you can't be bland when it comes to mm-hmm. promos because th- there's no emotion. Mm. That's what I like, see at least. Yeah, like that that promo between those two, that, that got real. Mm. That was great, that rivalry. It was really, like, really And I know it was only like no mercy pay-per-view. Like it mm. wasn't a big pay-per-view. But I felt like that was a big rivalry for Definitely, that month, dude. especially. Definitely. Um, another good thing to talk about is uh, Braun Strowman. So yeah. hot right now. Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves him, dude. Braun. Braun. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Da, 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 just da, da, give him the belt already. <laughs> he, uh, I, mm, I'm just trying to think, like, when did this sort of change happen? The like, brand split. The brand split. That's when Once he got away from the he, Wyatt he got family. A cool new haircut. <laughs> he dropped the the pee pants, the pee stain <laughs> pants, <laughs> and um, he became a legitimate threat. And it wasn't what they did with him. They kind of made him, you know, an ambiguous, a bit of a tweener. Mm. Like, but it's not because he's just trying to play both sides. He yeah. kind of is like that monster. That not that's dumb. Yeah, like, he knows what's going on, but. He's just kind of a bit like, I do what I need to do, that's it. Yeah. And because of that, the fans, even though he does like all this destruction, fans can still get behind him because they just want to see him, you know, destroy things. Right. It's like, you know, 90s Kane. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so he knows, and it's one of those things, he knows what to say yep. just to, you to know. get that crowd reaction. Of course. Yeah. Um, and not to say that his matches have been like spectacular. Oh I mean, yeah, he put Big Show in one of the greatest show like matches I've seen Big Show fight in a long time. And you know, props to both of them. Mm. And that steel cage match, poor oh. <laughs> dude. There's been some really good spots with Braun oh, Strowman. Yeah. Like even though they're pulling out all of the old spots they've done already, yeah. it's still just you know, it, it just it feels right, mm. and it feels like they've they've hit the nail on the head really well with it. Even mm. if it is, like, as you say, you know, it's been done before, but it's been done, it's been happening well now. Mm. Yeah. I do feel like, though, with Strowman, just mm. going off on that, WWE has a bad track record with using big guys properly. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I would really like Strowman to be used properly. He is being used properly at the moment. At the other moment, than, yeah. like, he wasn't made to look weak against his match with Lesnar. No. But I still would have. It still felt like it. It felt like yeah, that like, was. Kind I was of watching that. A and I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching that, and I was like, "Why is Braun all of a sudden not as fast as he mm. normally is at the start of a match? You know, he's normally able to take a few more hits than this." But uh, hey, Brock Lesnar. Look, I reckon when Lesnar's out of the title picture, like it'll be a completely different it'll world. It'll be a lot more mm. competitive division. Yeah, because you've got like this is going back on the previous point we we're just talking mm. about, but um, you've got all that talent there that are constantly fighting each other just to face Braun. Mm. But once them are fighting for that title and uh, Brock's off doing, I don't know... Farming. Dancing, farming. (laughs) (laughs) Firing guns. (laughs) Breaking watermelons with his head. I don't know what he does (laughs) in his spare time. But uh, once he's, you know, coming a couple times a year and not not with the title, you know, Raw's going to get, you know... Some I don't know what the bigger, right word is, but I, yeah. I, I, but that, I just reckon just a bigger spotlight. That is Raw's problem at the moment. It's lacking that spotlight. They don't have their champion there all the time. Yeah. They're just you know, sort of trying to hold on to that, you know, hey, look at Enzo. You know, everyone loves Enzo. Hey, let's put him up further later in the show because he's so important. Yeah, it's like Lesnar's not here. Let's shove Enzo in the main event. Exactly. 
Mm. Well, look, that's mm. why one of the reasons why I'm glad Roman Reigns has the Intercontinental title now. Because one is going to make it more prestigious because he is, you know, that top tier talent. Yes. And also because it fills the void of a champion. I know that we always say that The Miz was carrying Raw, but mm. it didn't feel that way, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. still felt like it was a secondary Look, title. He was showing up, but he of would course. always show up in a suit doing Miz TV segments, not As really having matches. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to fight anyone. Yeah. I'll push Curtis Axel over your way. You go yeah. fight Curtis Axel. Oh, now Curtis Axel's hurt his neck. Well, you go fight Bo Dallas. Yeah. Oh, now I'll go recruit Elias. Mm. You can fight Elias. Oh, hey, here's the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and now that, yeah, like I said, Roman's a top-tier talent. Yep. It'll, you know, Raw's going to look really good and then better. It's only going to be up for Raw, that's what I'm yep. going to say. No, good. Awesome, guys. Well, good good start. But uh, before we get into our next segment, we're going to play a little song. Uh, we're going to throw it back, like, really old school. I don't know how old school, actually. This would have been maybe... Oh, three. oh, three, oh, four. Mm. Nice. <laughs> With Randy Orton's old theme song, Burn In My Light. You're listening to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation. We'll be back after this. That was Burn In My Light, Randy Orton's theme song from WWE. You're listening to the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. Josh, you are right over there? Oh, uh, yeah. Whoa. You okay? You okay, man? <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a burp. I don't want to get on. I'm trying to, like, use myself. <laughs> Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about the state of women's wrestling. Mm. Uh, not just in WWE, but worldwide where we can. Because mm. I'm not too familiar myself, which is very bad for a host of a WWE... For a, no, for, for a wrestling, wrestling podcast, podcast yeah. talk show. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> no, let's, uh, let's kick it off with uh, the Mae Young Classic. That was good. How did we all feel about it? As a tournament, mm-hmm. out of like all three of the tournaments they've done... Yep. I kind of felt like this one was the weakest. Mm-hmm. Personally, this was just after seeing you know what they did with the cruiserweights in the UK. Yeah, this one felt a little bit weak. Yeah, but maybe it's because it's the same formula we've already seen. Mm. But they showed that they have a lot of you know potential in the women's division. So like, even though that tournament itself was you know pretty okay. Yep. It shows that the future of WWE, they can hire, like, most, not most, but, like, you know, they can hire a lot of those girls and have, you know, a lot more talent. Mm. And that's why I'll mention the recent call-ups on the main roster. Yep, do it. Even though you've got, you know, six six girls go up to the main roster. In one week. (laughs) Yeah, in one week. You think that, like, NXT would be, like, you know... Crap in its pants because they've lost half its women's division. Yeah. But then you got to remember that's just happened. Exactly. You get people it's... like Mercedes Martinez and exactly. stuff like that. It's time for the May Young Classic. You know those who they have signed to move up and you know get their time in NXT. You get their time for development. And know? I think that out of all the tournaments, this will be the one where they use the talent from that tournament the best. Absolutely. Like they definitely see something uh, in a lot of these these athletes. You know these mm. superstars. Um, and you know we were able to see all their abilities showcased. You know, Mercedes Martinez was, you know, amazing. She made it to the semifinals. Uh, We had Shayna Baszler, the runner-up, and we haven't seen her yet, but big, i got a big feeling that she will be showing up soon. Definitely an NXT Women's Champion contender. Definitely. Mm, And Yeah, and endless, endless amounts of other talent. Oh, we could go on about half the talent that was on there. Like, just I, superb talent as I well. I think after the first round, I I was trying to figure out like a favorite of mine, and I think I had like 13 out of the 16 <laughs> yeah, left. Yeah. And I was, was like, like, after everyone, it's like, I love this one, I love this one, I love that one. Well, see, like going into the Mae Young Classic and seeing mm. 
the lineup for who was in it. Yeah. Candice Lee Ray stuck out to me straight away. Dude. I was like, uh, yep, I'm backing her. Right. 100%. <laughs> and um, I was sad when she was uh, eliminated, mm-hmm. but whatever things happen hey maybe now it's her time for you know she's appeared on nxt a few times so. yeah so maybe it's time for that proper spotlight yeah mm, but i don't know if she, is she actually signed see i don't know Ooh, that's, that's, that's actually thing. a good question i don't know Ooh, if she's actually good. signed i know she's made a couple appearances okay but i don't know if she's actually signed Damn, to wwe yet. okay i'd like to i know think she's still very active be, in the indies that she would be signed i'd like to think that just because would be nice. her husband <laughs> is in nxt yeah so. It, oh, it doesn't necessarily mean she has it to. It would be great, know? though, that it's kind of like... It's, it'd be convenient it for it them. It would, yeah. But I don't know. Mm. I'd like to see a lot more depth in the NXT women's division. Yeah. I just don't want to see Ember Moon all the time. Yeah. Or, or Kyrie Sane. Absolutely. She's being pushed a lot lately. Look, they, they, they've definitely... Look, they've signed a lot of talent and a lot that we haven't seen yet. Um, I know a lot of international stars are yet to show their face on NXT TV, mm. but we know that they have been signed. Uh, Dakota Kai... Uh, is you know she's signed and but we haven't seen her yet you know the Kiwi girl she's really awesome I got to see her live so I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge fan like immediately like once I first saw her I was like yes you know, so, <laughs> very big fan um, and even you know we had a bit of Aussie representation in the form of um, two people this time yeah two. and then it's not like um, if you go back to the cruise I think we had Damien Slater if that yeah. was his name and that was uh, it wasn't yeah. it. I think that was yeah that was there was that only was, one yeah I was just trying to get his name right yeah. um, eliminated first round you know mm. you couldn't really do much this time both Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley yeah. went fairly far right? like Tony Storm looked like she was gonna make it to the end oh, yeah, by that time I was like, I was like please <laughs> please Tony Storm yes <laughs> um, yeah so uh, hopefully big things you know even for our talent, you know? Mm. Fingers crossed. Uh, like, we've already got them in NXT in the form of uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Um, but yeah, to be able to see more would be sensational. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, we also have the Money in the Bank women's match, the first ever this year. Mm. Very big deal. But how do we feel about uh, the first winner of the Money in the Bank match being James Ellsworth? I love that. That's awesome. Get out of here. See, I played, <laughs> it was one of the old wrestling games where there was the same kind of scenario hmm. where you had to play as Chris Masters, I think. Right. And Trish Stratus yeah. climbed the ladder and took the briefcase for him. Something like that. So I'm okay. like, oh, cool. So this was just specific for the game, this storyline. And then it kind of rolls reversed. Women's Money in the mm. Bank, James Ellsworth accompanying Carmella to ringside. And I'm just like, okay, cool. They pulled that straight out of his like SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Damn. I, like, uh, I already seen that before. But, <laughs> <You're> like, yeah, <laughs> cool. I was like, yeah, cool. You know, whatever. But I had my friend... I was in a PlayStation party with talking mm. to him and he was just losing it. He's like, nah, nah, you can't have this guy win the women's <laughs> match. Nah, you just made all the women look like totally useless. I think it was just the problem was it was the first one. They yeah. tried to make a big deal about it being prestigious. Yeah. It's the first one. Yeah. And then they'd pull that kind of swerve. Yeah, that was... Mm. Vince Russo booking. But what didn't Very make bad. sense to me as well is it's like we done this this way and then... The backlash came straight away. Like, literally, the moment Ellsworth pulls down that briefcase, Twitter explodes. Yeah. Nah, this is wrong. Cool. Well, then SmackDown, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like two uh, weeks Smackdown. later, we're going to have another Women's Money in the Bank match. And I was just like, well, yeah, no. Is that, that's not that, the solution, yeah, you know? That's, that's, oh. You could have had a match on another pay-per-view where it might have been, like, we've seen before people defend their briefcase. Yeah. Like, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's defended his against John Cena. Could have just done Carmella versus Charlotte or something on a different pay-per-view mm. in a ladder match. I don't Jeez. know, man. I Like, 
Yeah. That was it's unfortunate, but very unfortunate booking. It's given Carmella kind of like not a spotlight, but like kind of like a spotlight at the back, if you know what I kind of mean. Mm. Like she's not in the feud, she's in the feud, yeah. but you see her around and she still hasn't cashed in. Mm. You gotta remember this, you know, when she's probably held it for a good, I don't know my math, in months, but she's held <laughs> it for a while. I'm not trying to calculate now. No, no, it's a solid but, um, four plus months. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think a, maybe more. It's a, it's a solid one plus month for sure. One plus. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, it's every time... I feel like every pay-per-view comes around, you're like, oh, yeah, she's cashing in now. She's cashing in mm. now. And they still don't. So I feel like... It's they get, really building up the suspense. I feel like... I like it. I feel like because they stuffed up the ladder match, they're going to make the cash-in special. A special least, one. Yeah. That's why I'm, I thought it would I'm happen thinking, at Survivor Series. But it did not. No. I reckon that would have been a good time to do it. See, now um, with having such talent. the whole revolution going on with the women's division, there's a lot mm-hmm. of great talent in there on mm. both rosters. And especially when you go up to a pay-per-view like Survivor Series, where every match on Survivor Series was really good. And you've got to find that kind of time to like... You know, it's a what, four hour, five hour long pay per view. You want to get up, you know, take a toilet break, get yeah. something to eat, and stuff like that. That was those two matches the champion versus champion match and the women's five on five match. Mm. I did not move for because yep. I was expecting something to happen Ooh. with Carmella. And I'm like, I'm sitting here, she's <laughs> got a briefcase, but then. I, I had Alexa Bliss pick for that. And if that was the case, I would have expected a cash-in then. Mm. But Charlotte did win that, so I don't know. Maybe Royal Rumble. Maybe. Maybe Look. Clash of Champions. It's just around the corner from well, us. True. It's starting to get really intense with the women's division, especially with all the speculation around the women's Royal Rumble match possibly mm-hmm. happening. Ten-woman Rumble apparently is supposed to be. Only that's ten. The, only, t- of Only all, ten. They've it's, got an enormous they've got, roster. They've got so many. They've got so many uh, competitors in that division. Right, and, and it's perfect. The limit. Just... The limit that is rumored is ten. Oh, I thought they'd do fifteen, twenty. That's what like, I would think. Because there's a lot of potential to bring. Even if you want to bring back like some veterans or something, just for a one-off appearance. Veterans. They could bring out NXTs mm-hmm. uh, talent. May may young competitors. You know, a surprise. You know, victory from one of those even would yeah. be pretty cool. Not necessarily that. You know. They have to be called up and then forced into the roster mm. because of it. But, you know, just for them to show up and, you know, make it feel legit, you know? Well, you always, when it comes to Rumble, you usually get one NXT call-up, you know, mm. on average. Yeah. You know, and or even someone who's soon to come up in the case of, like, Ty Dillinger. Mm. So you can easily put in someone who's, you know, on their way out of NXT onto the main roster, who's going to be there soon, even yeah. if they don't join straight away, you yep. know, you can have someone just come through for that match. Yeah. Like, it's they can do it. Hmm. It'll be interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting to see where that goes. Speaking of NXT, Asuka has the longest title reign in WWE history mm. as NXT Women's Champion. Damn, girl. That's grouse. That is grouse. Yes, you said it. <laughs> I love that, actually. Did um, she actually get injured? Sorry, I'm just going back. Did she get injured or did she just relinquish the title? Because... Well, they hmm. said on, on the NXT episode that she... It was rumoured she was injured, but they never addressed an injury. Oh, okay. It was just, she's the longest reigning champion. Now we're getting offers from Raw or SmackDown. We're just going to take the best offer. They never said... it Because it was rumoured it was a collarbone injury, yeah. I think it was. I thought was she'd like, be out for longer. Yeah, so. she was supposed to be out. Like, it was rumoured two months, and then, what, a month later, she yeah. was on a TLC pay-per-view. So, mm. maybe she's like, 
super Cena for the female. <laughs> <or something. laughs> Who knows? Maybe she is. But um, no, this was this was really good to see. Um, she deserves it. Um, I I really hope good things happen. I think to they're her just on waiting. Roster. I think they're just waiting. It's just going to keep her undefeated. Mm-hmm. And um, because now they're focusing on you know Paige's return with Absolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to like totally forget Oscar. They can't after yeah. that reign. So what I think they're doing, they're just trying to just you know build it up slowly. You know she's only facing Donna Brooke now. Yeah. But she's doing well with that. She was a sole survivor at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Like, they're making sure, don't forget Asuka. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with Asuka. I think she just creeps up behind you and then she's <laughs> champ for, you know, a year and a half. Yeah. Well, I can see, because we were talking about it on the train, mm. the rumoured match, the WWE's four horsewomen against the UFC's four horsewomen mm. at WrestleMania. And if that's the case, that's a lot of top talent from the women's division being used in that uh, eight-woman tag match. So I could see possibly them building to even Asuka, Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. Mm. But just doing kind of, for the moment, like you got Asuka, Dana Brooke, then maybe like Asuka, Alicia Fox or something, mm. just to kind of put her in that spotlight where it's yeah. like she's beaten this competitor, now this competitor, well, she's number one contender now, she'll go on to WrestleMania. Yeah. No, I definitely hope it plays out that way rather than her just sort of demolishing most of, you know, the competition but yeah. you know with the addition of Paige and her um her team of Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose hopefully there's that bit of you know what if what if these three are able to stop Oscar from getting to that yeah, that's well, I wouldn't appreciate that after all, she's, <laughs> all, after, all after all Oscar did in um you know NXT mm. I feel like it'd be a, you know kicking the nuts Definitely would. I feel like yeah. it is Vince, so anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, of course. Triple H builds them up and Vince just goes, nah, puts them to the side. Oh, look, let's just hope for some good stuff. Um, uh, also, outside of WWE, in uh, stardom uh, in Japan, they had a women's tag tournament uh, won by B Priestley uh, and her tag partner. So that's, that's pretty cool. Mm. That was the first ever tournament that they did. Um, and hey, a women's tag tournament, like that's... A great idea. Why not uh, try that elsewhere? I, I always thought now, especially now, mm. with all the women in WWE, whether it's main roster or NXT, yeah. that they would bring in some kind of women's tag team championship. Yeah. And especially There's definitely with, like those alliances. Especially with, like, you've seen it over the years with, like, uh, Michelle McCool and Layla. Yeah. And, like, just people pair up. Uh, you had the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the Funkadactyls there. There was a lot of time where they could have gone, cool, well, we're going to put a women's tag team championship yeah. out there. And we're going to kind of form alliances with people and push that into the spotlight. And it just, there's always rumors about it. Mm. And then it never happens. Yeah. Like but we, it's cool. It's happening somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. Like we look mm. at it now and we could easily see, you know, Becky Lynch and Charlotte team up. We see, you know, Bailey and Sasha Banks. We yeah. could see Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, um, endless amounts of teams, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Potential is huge for this. So mm. hopefully something, maybe they try cash in on this sort of yeah. tag team um, evolution in the women's division. And what it allows, it also allows, well, this is what I was liking about SmackDown end of last year-ish, mm-hmm. is that they, SmackDown always had two women's feuds. And even if it's only on one brand, yep. the if they have a tag, tag title belt, you know, there's more than just this is the women's yeah. title, so and Oscar, so yeah. you know it's like so. Even though we've gone back to WWE, I hope yeah, you know it's, it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Don't no worry. <laughs> so, as as we're at a loss for words, I'm going to put us to a song to save us all. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> for all the fans of Bondi Rescue out there, <laughs> we're going to play Thirsty Merc in the summertime. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. We hope you enjoy this one. That was Thirsty Merc in the summertime. You're listening to the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. We were reminiscing Bondi Rescue in here, weren't we? <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, everyone. We hope you're having a lovely evening so far. We're already pretty much like an hour in, and we still got more to talk about. Mm. Rub your hands together, boys, because uh. now it is time to talk our favourite matches of the year. Mm-hmm. Any standouts? Any standouts, boys? Would you want to list one and then like I'll list one? Yeah, right. <laughs> no worries. Something like that. And I'll throw one in, maybe. I just, I just want to see like what everyone's kind of yeah? throwing uh, down. All right. all right. Who wants to go? I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to stick with WWE for a little bit. Yep. But um, my probably standout match of the year is the SummerSlam Universal title Fatal 4-Way between Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, mm. Braun Strowman, and Samoa Joe. It was just... It was a really well-put-together match. Actually, oh, I've just realised the match I was meant to put on top of this, but it's okay. Yeah. I digress. It'll come up, so exactly. I won't... You know. But I remember just watching this... You know, just they built it really well. The only thing that disappointed me was the whole stretcher spot. Yeah, it kind of detracted for too long. But you know, all three of those guys just worked. <laughs> Lesnar, you know, probably the most work he's done in a few years. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they just put on a show. Absolutely, you know, and it, sh- it, sh- it showed why SummerSlam is you know second biggest night for WWE. Mm-hmm. So that's my you know, second top match. I'll save you because I forgot the other one. It's up there. It's up there. Travis? Uh, so, AJ Styles and Finn Balor mm-hmm. at WWE Ooh. TLC. Ooh. And the reason it is one of my favourite matches of the year, one of my standouts of the year was with such little time right. and with AJ travelling around, what was it, South America? Yeah. It was like doing a show here, Dude, here, here. I think he did like... Four nights in a row. He worked. Oh, yeah. More, actually. What would it... I, I would swear have done, it was like, like Friday, a Saturday. Because then he went straight from Raw onto SmackDown yeah. and then straight back onto the live tour. Yeah. So I don't think he went home for over AJ's two weeks. AJ's the ultimate workhorse. Yeah. But him... When he come out to his uh, to his theme music that night, uh, looking at him, he looked really exhausted <laughs> and looked kind of like he come out in his like, hoodie and stuff like yep. that. It was like a little bit different there. But the moment they jumped in the ring, uh, not knowing how much time they actually had to prepare, because it would have been by a phone call or something Legit. like, oh, we might do this, this, this. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the standout matches for me of Absolutely. the year. And just with them at the end, once the match is over, two sweeting each other. Oh, dude. <laughs> just even, even just the electricity that they created just from standing face-to-face in the ring. Yeah. Everyone chanting too sweet at the start. And already, you know, saying, you know, this is awesome before the bell even rung. Crazy that two men can, like, do that to a crowd. That, that's that got to show them something, you that know, that shows, these two guys, you know. Shows how over both those two guys exactly. are. 
And yeah, yeah, like you said, wow, what a match. And followed by that stiff finishing move. Yeah. Um, oh, that was gruesome. And you heard styles like the right at the end of the stiffest coup de grace. Oh. Yeah. The, oh, Finn Balor planting both feet in AJ Styles' stomach. Oh, that was. And like just like properly. I like, remember sitting bang. there because it was like trying to find that moment where in a match where you want to sit there, kind of like you're up on your feet the whole time. You want to take that little second to kind of collect yourself. And then he's gone up and hit the coup de grace and you just get the, oh, and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. I thought he injured something internally. <laughs> I, Dude, I was like, damn. You're like, that was... Styles is out for the next like three, four weeks. Oh. Oh, hang on, he shows up on Raw the next right. night. <laughs> what a beast. Oh, he's insane. He's a workhorse for sure. Oh, of man. Course. So that, yeah, definitely up there for me as well. Um, I've got to go outside of WWE and uh, rep my man, Kenny Omega. In the trilogy that is Kenny Omega vs. Kazuchika Okada, I can't pick one. You've got to go with all of them. They're, they're all one thing because it's that storytelling that happened, you know? you know, Victory won to Okada and then a tie in the 60-minute match that they had in the second match. And then the 30-minute match um, was an elimination and Kenny Omega picks up the win finally hitting the one-winged angel. Brilliant stuff brilliant and just everything was on point between these two they're, they're the best re- some of the best wrestlers in the world right now you know mm. so I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with these matches but poof I've, I seen, really, them, I've actually, seen them each uh, like 13 times now I had now. the match uh, from uh, New Japan Dominion down on my list but nice now I actually don't need to cover that so that's good hey, <laughs> got you um, got you covered um, I've only seen one of them which was the Wrestle Kingdom and I yep. wasn't expecting that I only mm. I was just I was free that night and mm. I saw hey that's on so I'll stream it yeah and I did not expect something of that caliber especially because that was my first like you New know Japan New Japan event yeah. I know it's like watching WrestleMania as your first event but yeah. like still just seeing that match I I was freaking out right <laughs> like you've just like met these wrestlers practically and it's like damn you yeah know? basically wow. <laughs> So great stuff from them. Really, 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 really proud of them. And so the fact that they can like exceed New Japan and like be mentioned amongst a lot of WWE fans, mm-hmm. like it speaks volumes. Exactly. Because like, there's a lot of good matches that come out of you know Ring of Honor, PWG, New Japan. Yeah. But for like a trilogy to actually you know be recognised by a Western audience, it just speaks volumes. Yeah, absolutely. Any other picks? Oh, of course, of course. There's too many. <laughs> I couldn't keep it to one. Yeah. Uh, the one that I was thinking about before, yep. just recent, NXT War Games, the War Games match itself. Nice. Because, well, just for the past couple of years, yes. WWE and NXT have been on fire with their multi-man matches. Mm-hmm. And this was no different. It was, you know, the return in 20 years, and I watched some of the older ones and I, to get a grasp of it, because obviously yep. I wasn't watching WCW back then. Mm. So to see that kind of match, and then they've just modernized the whole thing. And I just want to keep a special mention to Killian Dane. Like, you know, coast everyone, coast. everyone knows. <laughs> Damn. Everyone's familiar with, yeah, you know, pretty much everyone in Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roderick Strong, uh, Austin Payne, Austin Payne yeah. being tag team champions, um, Eric Young, everyone knows them. Mm. Killian Dane's fairly newish. Yeah, fairly I, fresh. The only way I knew him was because he was Big Damo yeah. from the first yeah. few episodes of w, uh, yeah. WCPW. <laughs> <laughs> and just to see that man, you know, pull off coast to coast, not right. even just that, some of the tag, like the moves oh he would get God. two people with, like 
he Amazing. showed he has Dude, potential. Also, props to Alexander Wolf. Yes. Oh, going through that holy table. Holy crap! Oh my, did you see how tables. red that table? Oh my oh, god! Both there was two Dude, tables there. They yeah. were covered in blood. Props to his head. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how in every other match someone gets a slight bump in the head and the doctors are in there straight away. He gets that bump and it's like, yeah, no, we'll just let the match go on. Dude, the first thing, as soon as the match was done, I message our group and I'm like, can someone please get him out of that cage? He's just lying there, like this pool of they're blood. Going, they're going through after. Oh yeah, it was my... after Undisputed Era won yeah, the match, and they're and... like, Adam Cole's like just getting up, and everyone else is just down, and that's it. And then they cut the like the pay per view off there. It's like, cool. Did he get help? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, please. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was really really worrying. Um, but nah, dude, what a match! Like it was really really like fun. There were mm. no dull moments. It was all like go go go. Everyone had that shining moment, you know. Like I said, they've been doing well with multi-man matches, plus when you got weapons and two rings and yeah. cage, like... Yeah, and for them to, like, integrate weapons, I didn't think they would, uh, actually. So oh, for them yeah. to do that, nice. They did really well nice. with that match. Grouse. <laughs> Grouse. <laughs> Travis, what's your next pick? Uh, I'm going to go into the Usos versus the New Day. Their series of matches. Dude. The complete series, because complete series. I think my favourite out of the series, it is a real toss-up between the SummerSlam pre-show match mm. that they had. Because in my opinion, that tore down the house. And that wasn't even on the and main card. it was card. the pre-show. It was on the pre-show. Yeah, I was Dude. like surprised. The one time, oh. the one time I watched the pre-show. It was triggering, I man. look at the pre-show and I go, cool, what's on there? Oh, you know, this match is on there. Okay, cool. Uso's New Day. Yeah, they can do something with that. Mm. I watched that and I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, the rest of the show, I could night. not care best what match. happened. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, the start of the show really didn't lead up to um, that pre-show match. <laughs> They shouldn't have watched it. <laughs> I, I was kind of, I was kind of upset because it was uh, you had the Usos New Day, and then they went to the five minute like timer before SummerSlam went live, mm. and then Cena Corbin come out, and that was kind of like, eh. As much as I like Cena and yeah. I like Corbin, the match was just, eh. mm. you had mm. Usos New Day do like this. It was like magical and everything. It was, it was like, uh, I don't know what they were on on their bootio cereal or something. <laughs> But that that match was insane, and then you come out with Cena and Baron Corbin, and that's just a bit, really, you know, yeah. Really ups- and then they did the same thing though with the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Uh, their match was first again, mm. and that just tore down the whole pay per view. And I was just like, cool, yeah. What <laughs> else is on right now? Right. <laughs> hey, Shane McMahon needs to do his spot. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> got to save that go for cra- the end. Go crashing through the table again. Yeah. Just, <laughs> again it's, it's like oh yeah cool you know the first time against Undertaker cool yeah miscalculation Taker sits up you know you expect that yeah this time it's like Sammy's pulling him out of the way like, which oh, was okay, cool. great that was that was, that was great that was, was a big swerve that yeah I, I, like, did, I didn't expect oh that oh my god um, yeah good stuff good pick man mm. good pick um, my pick next would have to be Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne Ooh. for the UK Championship back at NXT TakeOver Ch- Chicago Chicago such a good match damn wow that has to be like the highlight of the UK division. Um, those two, they tore the house down that match. Um, Tyler Bate pulling off moves that I never could have imagined he did. He was doing like corkscrew, moonsaults, and good God, there were some stiff hits. These boys really put on a show, and both such young talent um, had such good chemistry, you know? Crazy, crazy good. I've watched it like 17 times. Is it bad if I haven't seen the match yet? You haven't? Well, see, here's the thing with me. <laughs> that takeover... It's terrible. That takeover, the first match, I don't remember what the first match was, but it was a really good match. Mm. And then 
I didn't have a lot of expectation for Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. So I got up and made a sandwich instead. That's, that and, was my and issue. I, and I come back halfway through the match... And because I had the headset from the PlayStation yeah. turned up, I have my mate going like, oh my God, oh yeah, what the hell, what the hell is this? And I've looked at the thing and like the crowd's going crazy yeah. and it's the bitter end and they're going like, they're just off their feet, losing their voices. Yeah. And, everything. and I'm just like, cool, yeah, Um, I was making a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, like I I highly recommend you go watch this, I'll Josh. go watch it because I, I have a similar dude. story to that because <laughs> I was, um, I slept over at my girlfriend's house yep. the, you know, the night before. So I woke up, started watching it. Mm. And like you said, low expectation. I was, I think I made lunch. I can't remember what I was doing, yep. but like, yeah. And then I missed half that match, and then everyone's like, "Whoa, that was amazing!" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, was it?" Oh, <laughs> oh, no. And I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet, dude. You got to get around to watching it because it's definitely one of the standouts in NXT this year, mm. without a doubt. Any other picks? Another standout in NXT. This was personal, and I. Mm-hmm. I had expectations for this match, yep. but I didn't expect it to get to this level. It's Alistair Black versus Velveteen no, Dream. Yes! Still my pick. I'm yes! sorry. I'm sorry. That Dude, was such I a good knew, match. I knew this was going to be good. They built it so well. Oh, yeah. You and I were talking about it. The way Legit, they built it. The way they mm. built it. Sensational. And they haven't Saucy. been in NXT Very. for long. Oh. Yeah. Alistair Black's been there for less than a year. Yep. Um, uh, did he come at um, Orlando? I can't remember exactly. He's well, been, he he first been. rocked up at UK Championship yeah. as, uh, yeah. still Tom, as Tommy, Tommy End. Yeah. Well, he's been around for a bit, but hasn't yes. been around for a hell of, like a long time. And mm. Patrick Clark's been around for about a year-ish. Yeah, just over. Like, and the way that, like, you think something as simple as saying a name, <laughs> like, it's crazy like, how yeah. they... Got that concept and made the one of the like standout feuds, right? And the storytelling. This was like the first match because everyone talks about wrestling and talks about like in ring psychology and storytelling, yeah. and you know you kind of understand it. That eh, mm. this match is what made me realize all those things. The importance of like good like, storytelling. Just some of the spots, like oh my god, can we talk about Velveteen Dream's <laughs> DDT though? Oh, that mm-hmm. DDT, that beautiful, beautiful DDT that had everyone screaming. <laughs> like, how did he do that? And I'd like to talk about his that cartwheel Death Valley drive. Oh, oh that's insane! Oh my god, <laughs> so so good. But I don't know if you guys remember when they first aired the promos for Velveteen Dream. And I was kind of sitting there going, yeah, what is this? What, <laughs> what am I getting into with this? And then he came, he came out that first, was it after TakeOver Chicago? I think that first it might episode have been, afterwards? yeah. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm on board with this. <laughs> yeah. As long as he gets used properly. And then this rivalry with Alistair Black this was just like, proved it. <laughs> they took kind of my expectations from like, yeah, yeah, cool. This is going to be like a nice little rivalry. And then they just blew it out of the water. Yeah. Oh, they went crazy. Standout <laughs> match of the night, without a doubt. Standout uh, match the of, the, of the weekend. Of for the- me, <laughs> I love that match. Yeah, yeah, I honestly, if it wasn't for that War Games match, yeah, I that would have been number one ma- pick. Yeah. yeah, because look, War Games was able to stop me from playing Pokemon for twenty minutes. <laughs> like, it, it sounds like it sounds like you know such a funny thing, but you know, War Games, I had to shut it. I was yeah. like, wow, this match was intense. But that match also, that was amazing. Just tip top, tip top, grass. Any picks, Travis? Oh, any more? Got well, any more? we've talked about it before, but mm-hmm. it is one of my favorite matches of the year. The Broken Hardys versus the Young Bucks yes. in the ladder match at our Supercard of Honor. Oh, oh that match. Dude. That, that match, just everything they did in that match, it was a bunch of ladder spots and super kicks. Yep. But the way that it was built through their series of yeah. what they were doing, 
it was just insane. Mm. And like we'd talked about, you didn't know whether the Hardys would drop it because yeah. of all the rumors we heard, or you didn't know whether they would retain and stay with Ring of Honor. So there was that kind of, oh, there I'm going to watch. There was all this like suspense and yeah. mystery about what was going to happen. Um, and yeah, like you're saying, like the craziest spots were happening. And, you know, like these two teams, they're, they're built on spots mm. and just some of the best spots in history. Um, one of my favorite moments was uh, Jeff Hardy where he's like, he runs to the corner uh, and he like puts his head to the top turnbuckle and like fl- kicks himself up yes. and then gets super kicked in the face as he's up and just drops. I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> I just loved everything they did. You had like, the Meltzer drivers from in the ring to out the ring oh, to through the God. tables. It's like, we'll go through this table. Okay, cool. Now we've got to push the debris of this out there. Yeah. And now we've got to go through this table over here and then push that debris over there. Oh, wait, and, but here's oh, wait, the ladder. Where's, where's the other table gone? Oh, it's all good. They've got the announce table over there. We'll just melt a driver through that too. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Uh, never a dull moment with the Bucks. No. So, yeah, mm. very good pick. Uh, another one for me definitely has to be Shield versus New Day. Yes. From Survivor mm. Series. We were talking about this earlier, Travis, and uh, this this is like wrestling Mark's dream come true, this match, and it did not fail to deliver at all. It kind of set the bar for the pay-per-view, because it it started off, (laughs) yes, indeed, the bar. bar. We are the bar. bar. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah, no. the bar. It set, you know, and... I think one of the reasons why the pay-per-view... It was still an amazing pay-per-view, mm-hmm. but one of the reasons why it was slightly less so is when you've got a match, it always starts off great. And you got to get the crowd hyped. Yeah. But, you know, you, you can't, when you've got something like Corbin versus Miz, you know, you can't... You have to compare it to what's just happened, and you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so, I'd like... In all honesty, I would have restructured the pay-per-view. Like you said, you know, you've got to hype the crowd yeah. for what's going to happen or for what you expect... So you've got to get their expectations up, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I would have restructured it for sure and put Shield New Day on a little later mm-hmm. just because it kind of felt like Shield New Day come on and set your expectations. Like, you've, if it was out of 10, it set your expectations as an 8. Yeah. And then you got to, like, Ms. Corbin and a couple mm-hmm. of those other matches in between. And then that sort of, and like... your expectations started to drop. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, now it's kind of a 7, and now it's a 5. Yeah. And then it comes back up, and then it drops back down, and... We just want to be on that yeah. up and up. I just want to keep going like, oh. Yeah. So, so if we, should we have started been off event. at like a five <laughs> yep. and then like straight after that, Shield New Day come on. It's like, yeah. oh, now, yeah, 10. Expectations up <laughs> Yeah, it's, up yeah, here. it's like you have my attention yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, crazy spots in that one. Mm-hmm. Crazy spots. And it was really good to see such, you know, te- like teams that work well together, yeah. especially in a trio. Mm. Um, just, oh, I'm at a loss for words can't talk anymore <laughs> it's it was that damn good it was that damn good Whew. all right i think we'll save it uh yeah. there and yeah. we'll play a little song now just 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 a little just a little, one. a little one uh we've got the guest request and uh lucky us travis has chosen a very phenomenal song <laughs> we'll be back right after this you're listening to the hot tag on sin nation that was phenomenal aj styles theme song from wwe you listen to the Hot Tang on Sin Nation. That was a good song. It was a great song. <laughs> Could Phenomenal. you say it was? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm yes. the third one that's a picture. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Um, all right, boys. Let's talk about uh, what we want to see happen in the future of wrestling. Mm. I was going to make this a separate individual top five for each of you, 
But let's just because we, we we've been talking it. for a lot. Let's just all just spitball it. Spitball. Who to, yeah, who wants to go first? So Who's got rapid ideas? Fire? Do you want to go first? Uh, like, not necessarily rapid fire. Like, uh, we still have time. Decent time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we've spoken about women's matches, so I won't mention yeah. that. But right. um, you still bring it up. Oh, uh, just, just I'll just mention it now. Right. Just we've already spoken about it. Yep. But um, another thing I want is more partnerships with other promotions. Now WWE mm. is already doing this with their tournaments and that. Yep. And now Chris Jericho is going to be competing at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's more of a Triple H move than a Vince move. Definitely. But I think that they're trying to expand again. You know, Vince, or maybe it is a Vince thing, and we don't know because Vince, mm. you know, back in the day was the one who made it from territories to, you know, one big thing. So maybe mm. WWE is trying to expand again. I think that's what they're trying to do. Definitely. Like we, we had um, Triple H show up at an ICW, was yeah. It? Yeah, ICW yeah. show uh, in England when they did the tour. So, so who knows what's going on right now, you know? Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. And there's always rumors that they're trying to get other companies back, like um, uh, catalogs into the WWE network. Yeah. So you never know what's mm. going to could be good. Could mm. be a very bright future for wrestling. Of course. Anything else? I'll um, I'll just spitball one. Uh, WWE to drop the PG rating and go back to <sighs> TV fourteen. Uh, I know that that's probably unlikely mm-hmm. at the moment, at least under Vince. Mm-hmm. But I feel that Triple H has stated over and over again. Anytime he's asked about it, he kind of says like he'll go into a meeting and it'll be cool. I think we need to go this direction now. Our fan base, they were kids during that PG era. They've grown up a bit now. Mm. We need to go back into TV 14. And Vince kind of just got the final say, so it's the no. Mm. Look, I I think if it's used well, if it's not used... If it's done for a purpose. Exactly. Not, not just to exactly. go in there and go kind of like... Cool. Before uh, before this, it was chair F, shots yeah. to the head, and yeah. now we ban chair shots to the head, and now we're just going to bring it back for no reason, mm. just have a match where it's just chair shots to the head yeah. and blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like that, that's just pointless, no. and they'll never do chair shots to the head again because of the concussion, concussion rule. Yeah, I was going to say, um, but if they're just going to like, if they bring it back, and all they're going to do is like, cool, Helen a Cell, uh, you're busted open the first time you're hit with the steps, and that's it, and you're just going to bleed mm. profusely for the rest of the match. Yeah, then that's just a waste of what they can do with that. Absolutely. Otherwise, stick with PG. I'm cool with PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they've, they've been... <laughs> there's been points where they've, like, pushed the boundaries. And, so and that's John what, I, that's what I really talk, like. Uh, New Day versus Usos and a bit of their mm. smack talk got a bit... Uh, Personal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to so say the least. I think that's better off if you have it still PG-ish and then, you know, push the boundaries a bit. Because yes. if it's constant, it wears out. Mm. So if they've still got it at PG and they just push the boundaries, that's mm. where I'd like to see it. Because yeah, yeah. then it's... Still a big moment, even if it's a small swear word, mm. it's still, you know, half a big moment when that happens. So yep. that's where I'd like to see that Definitely. stand. Less, less suffering succotash. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> um, anyway, spitballing. Mm-hmm. This is you. You guys probably won't believe me saying this, Uh-oh. but um, Uh-oh. bringing back King of the Ring as a proper thing. Yes. Now, I want this up. to be okay. Okay. I feel it with Money in the Bank. Yes. You've got. You know, one brand... When I was co-branded... See, this was the issue now. Uh, this year, mm. it was, you know, a single brand, yes. which is an issue because now Raw doesn't get to have that chance. And now next year, it's rumored it's going to be co-branded. But if you look at the pay-per-view schedule for next year, SmackDown now loses one of their um, 
exclusive pay-per-views. They don't have like an exclusive pay-per-view from like May till July. Ooh. It's, you know, a good three, four months without a, you know... Because well, they've got the co-branded ones yeah, like SummerSlam. Yeah, but Summer then that still doesn't give them the whole pay-per-view exactly. to work their own stories So I matches. feel like you could get rid of something, even, you know, do a t- like the King of Ring tournament at Battleground or something mm. before SummerSlam. And then, you know what I would like to see? The winner of the King of the Ring is kind of like the Royal Rumble winner, but for SummerSlam. Okay. Well, see, that's, okay. that's what it was back yeah. in the day. Like, Steve Austin wins King of the Ring. He goes on to a title shot. Same with Edge and Kurt Angle and mm. Brock Lesnar. That's how, like, you know, you yeah. get the Lesnar versus The Rock. But in the newer day, uh, doing King of the Ring, you just get kind of... I just Sheamus wins King of the Ring. Now let's brand him King Sheamus. Yeah, and that's that's what I don't like about the new one. I think they're bringing another one back. But I want it to be basically one brand's got money in the bank the other one's got king, king of the ring of the and ring. they both have an opportunity At, to like a contract style yeah kind of um yeah that would mm. make that makes a lot of sense it does it gives that superstar that wins an opportunity at something yeah. at least mm. while keeping it both you know separate both yeah. diverse for both shows something new and something fresh you know it's yeah. not like two money in the banks um no definitely that's that's a really good idea dude yeah. absolutely uh, I know personally, I want to see like a secondary women's division belt. Yeah, yeah. There, there needs to be because with this much talent moving up, there's got to be some form of secondary belt. And like I said before, with something like that, you can have tag team, women's ta- even tag team, tag team belt. or yeah. not, you can have a secondary women's feud. Yeah, because instead of it just being the women's title match and then maybe an Oscar match or something yeah. else, like you can actually have two proper feuds going into you know. Exactly, like it, it's. It's getting to the point where they're realizing the talent that they have with these women superstars. They have to capitalize on it, and there's just not enough sort of like purpose. They can't all be trying to climb to the top of the mountain. Otherwise, it's just going to be one like sort of linear story, you know? So that was the good thing with TNA back in 2009. Yeah, when they had like. um, Had that tag championship, the knockouts tag championship. Yeah. Yeah, because they had their knockouts division and then they realised, because mm. they had Gail Kim, I think, on top of it the whole time. She was just on top. Anyone yep. else was kind of just challenging her. Yeah. And they realised, well, we've got all these superstars to use. Uh, we're just going to create this tag title yeah. and then put them in that spotlight. And that's really where WWE needed to capitalise at that same time because mm. a lot of people were behind the knockouts tag team championship. Yep. And they never did. But hopefully in the future, something comes of that. Absolutely. I, th- I think it can become more of a possibility now since the new call-ups as of recent mm. because I think before they were kind of sticking at a a weird number of people in both divisions mm. where you kind of had like just a, like enough to challenge and a few more. So now with the extra, you know, three on each brand, yeah. you got a good 10 on each roughly. So even with the people who are kind of jobbers like your Dana, your Dana Brooks, yeah. like you've still got enough room to make a tag division now, mm. even with a couple more called up. You know, I think now they're just, with the more numbers, they can capitalize Definitely. on it easier. Easily. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in the similar vein, NXT, uh, the men's division needs uh, a secondary mm-hmm. title oh, belt. Yeah. Because that's just an ever-growing list of talent, of international stars. They're constantly coming in. You know, we see them almost every week, these new stars. They need a new belt. That's what I was hoping for when they uh, announced that they were bringing out the new belts. 
Mm. Um, that was just going to be a new title, not like I was hoping a title it was a to new replace title. a title. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God, you know, finally you know, a new title. But no, it was just uh, some replacement titles. Well, I think what they need is because they've got so much time between from like this takeover to the next takeover. Mm. Bringing in, again, like what TNA did, mm. they brought in the television championship yep. and it was always defended on television. Yeah. So if there was going to be a title defense, it was just on television. It might make it to the pay-per-view, mm. but it was always being defended on television. Yep. And with NXT being so long between pay-per-views, bring in a television title, put it on someone, have it defended like every three weeks or something. Yeah. And just you it, can build a rivalry like in three it, weeks, especially on NXT. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, they take three weeks at a time. You can have basically one match... Per taping. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like, take a look at Ring of Honor. They've got the exact same thing. Exactly. They've got, you know, the ROH TV champion. Um, and it's I think that, not really that hard, you know? And I think they need it because, as you said, there's a lot of big stars that come mm. through NXT. You know, your Shinsuke's, your, your Finns, your, even your Kevin Owens. Yeah. Now with Adam Cole, who's looking, you know... And it's great to see... Oh, look. Seeing Almas before he came, when he was La Sombra, you know, he was still... Mm one of those big stars, yeah. not one of those homegrown talents. But those talent don't really get a spotlight to shine. They'll get a number one contendership match once in a blue moon. Mm. But when you've got people like, you know, your Tyler Breeze, I was going to say Tyler Bate for a second, but it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Breezes, yeah, Ty Dillinger's to an extent. You're um, even Roderick Strong a little bit now. Yeah. They're getting a chance to shine, but not to their potential. And yep. with another mid-card belt, you mm. can... In favour of another big star. Mm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Show off more of the homegrown talent instead of... Because, obviously, when you think about someone like a Tyler Breeze versus whoever was at the time, I think it was Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, maybe even Neville. Uh, I think all of them, yeah. plus Finn Balor. Uh, throw <laughs> yeah. Ty- Tyson Kidd in there as well. Yeah. You see, there's... Tyler Breeze isn't going to be able to hang with, you know, those ex-indie stars. So I think they need it just to be able to... Mm. It was that one time I thought they were going to put the belt on Breeze. I think they had a fatal four-way. a few times. Yeah, they had a fatal four-way match. Four-way match. Yeah, and I, I swear Breeze was winning that match <laughs> and Neville retained. And I was just like, okay. That's it just, cool, It just seems but... <laughs> like, like you guys have said, it just seems like it's kind of the indie darlings yeah. that come into NXT. It's kind of like it's their playground. And we'll put the title on you to kind of get the viewership. Yeah, so, seems a bit hard on like, like that. I, I would like really said, like Josh, yeah that homegrown talent with uh, Dream. I'd really like to see him do something with the title. Yeah, who knows what he would do? With exactly. The title. I reckon with, like, he would... a velvet title or something like Why that. Why not? Like, who knows? Of course, and it just sucks because that's how NXT kind of started when you had you know your Bo Dallas's and your Big E Langston. Yeah, all these so... all these FCW stars, um, all homegrown talent. Um, now it's just an international, just this pool of um, worldwide stars, you know, that have yeah. made names for themselves in, you know, PWG, Ring of Honor, New Japan, everywhere. Of course, yeah. Um, which sucks. And don't get me wrong, though, like, it's cool to see that. Of course. Oh, it's yeah. Cool. yeah. It's cool to doubt. see them mix with talent that has come to the performance center, like... Um, I really enjoy at the moment watching um, Street Profits oh, and yeah. um, is, it, um, is it Tino Sabatelli yeah, and Rick Moss. Moss. I love seeing them, oh. but you'll never see any of those competing for the NXT Championship. The Tag Championship, yes. Yeah. The NXT Championship, no. And I think that kind of hinders them back a little bit because you're trying to... These talent coming in from a different world, say like football or whatever, they come in, you're trying to progress them to go up to the main mm. roster, and when you're sending them up like Enzo and Cass, yeah. they were stuck in that tag division 
never done anything singles like on NXT, and then you put them up there and you did the exact same thing they were doing on NXT. Yeah, They'd get close to the title, but wouldn't quite get there, and then you split them. And well, Enzo's been a success since then. Yeah, I uh, can't say the same for Cass until he comes back from injury. Yep. But I'd like to see a lot more kind of NXT developed talent definitely get pushed. Definitely. Yeah. Anything else we want to see? Uh, speaking of pushes, just mm. the fruition of more proper pushes. Yeah. I'm going to call Jinder Mahal not a proper push because they no. just they threw him to the top. They did. But things like Sami Zayn finally coming out as a you know proper thing, mm-hmm. now teaming with Kevin Owens. Uh, the Bar, I know this was a bit last year, but you know they went from we're kind of doing nothing to one of the you know better tag teams yeah. on Raw now. And then... With, as of recent, this week, the whole breakup of the Hype Bros. Yeah. Everyone's being like, oh, now Zack Ryder's free, but I'm, st- I'm maybe I just hold on to the wrong people, mm-hmm. but I can't wait for a heel Mojo Rawley because the problem with Mojo Rawley was his gimmick. He was like, I'm a teenager stuck inside yeah. a 30-ish-year-old's body. Football! <laughs> Football, chicks in, let's yeah. get all party at the high college. <laughs> and now, because I remember watching Talking Smack. Mm. Yeah. And he would talk like a person, yeah. like saying, because I think Ryder was injured for a bit when he was talking mm. on Talking yeah, Back. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, basically, you know, he was he would talk like a normal person. He wasn't like, woo, yeah. He wasn't woo. screaming. <laughs> he wasn't screaming. Time. He yeah. was talking normally. And that was when I saw, hey, I can get behind this guy if he wasn't a teenager. <laughs> and, then you, and then you see him on SmackDown Live the week after, and just like, yeah, no. No. It, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, settle down. <laughs> Um, yeah. So just, I don't know who... Because everyone always says, oh, push this person, push this person, but you don't realise they get subtle pushes. Yeah. So... it's not hard. It's not, it's not easy (laughs) to push, push someone. Oh, yeah. Like, to do it right, it takes a lot of work and you have to hope that the rest of the crowd will... Oh, of course, yeah. Sort of, you know, stick Catch on. Yeah. It's tough. Well, who would have thought that... You know, after a best of seven series, we would have we'll this sensational tag team. Even when they were going for the tag titles, yeah. we were like, this isn't going to work. But and now they're what? Two or three time tag think, champions. Yeah. I think the thing with WWE is that you just got to like hold on to hope mm. because they always disappoint, but they always they always have something in their back pocket that will bring you back. Yeah. I like the, the way that WWE operate. They'll make something out of nothing mm. all the time. Yeah. Especially with tag divisions like you had Jericho. It was just supposed to be Jericho on Edge. who yeah. weren't doing anything. We'll throw him as a tag team. Edge gets injured, throw a big show in there. Mm. They'll just find subtle ways to just, yeah, you two will work yeah. if we go this way. And that's what they did with the bar. Mm. Yeah. See, so, yeah, with WWE, sometimes you always get disappointed and want to be mad at them, but like... You just gotta wait and see. That's yeah. why I'm never. That's why I stopped getting like overly angry. Like yeah. this, is, this is bullshit. No, just <laughs> just wait. Something else will happen, and you'll be right. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. Whew. Well, I think that about wraps it up, boys. I think so. Look at that. Damn. Ten o'clock already. My God. That time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're marking <laughs> out. <laughs> when you're smarking out. Whew. Oh, it's really good. Always the best time. Uh, I will quickly announce that there are upcoming shows in your local area. PCW Ignition is having a show on Saturday, the 2nd of December. Uh, Be sure to check it out if you're in the Furniture Gully area. NAW's Anniversary 13 event is also on the same night, Saturday, 2nd of December. Be sure to catch this one. It's going to be really, really awesome in Albion. Uh, I know I'm going to try be getting down to there. I'm probably going to be there. 
Um, NAW Pure is having their Holiday Havoc event on December the 8th. And MCW Final Battle on the 16th of December, in which we have Jonah Rock versus Dowie James in a steel catch, steel steel catch match. cage match <laughs> for the MCW Heavyweight Championship, which sounds pretty damn cool to me. And uh, that brings us to the end of the show, boys. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. And, it's been a pleasure. Uh, smarking out, as usual. We do it on a daily basis. <laughs> like Our chat never stops. This is just like... Every day. <laughs> it's every day for This us. is just the live catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And and thank you to all the listeners. It's been the best season. Uh, it's been a short one, but fun nonetheless. Um, can't wait to come back in the new year, fresh and ready to talk about more wrestling. I'm sure heaps is going to happen in the time that we're gone. And I'll be sure to bring you two back with me as oh. soon as possible. Are you sure about that? I'm, I'm 100%. <laughs> It's going to be grouse. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. 100%. Oh, my God. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. We'll see you later. Please take care of yourselves. Love you all. Bye. This is, oh, and also, we're going to play a little song. No, I keep uh, saying a little song, but in celebration of oh my, my football God. team's victory this year, the Richmond Tigers, you- we are going to play... The Richmond Tigers theme I'm song. I'm just saying, you realise it's December. Yeah. I do, but uh, I've been saving this all year. <laughs> For the finale? For the finale. So, suck it up, boys. We're from Tigerland. Thank you for joining the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. I'm your host, Julian, joined by Travis and Josh. Bye.